Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to the Around the House show. This is Eric G and Caroline B. How's everybody doing out there? Hey, Caroline. Hi, everybody. It's the midweek already. Man, this is, it is midweek special already. And man, I got a busy week ahead. I am heading out. On a jet plane to the Carolinas for a little bit of time. Lucky you. It's going to be nice weather down there. We're going to have like... 70s, mm-hmm. right? Mm, I love it. Though I, I, I will say this last weekend, we had beautiful weather in the Pacific Northwest. So it was like 60 on Saturday, 72 at my house on Sunday. Nice. It was awesome for doing stuff outside. I love this time of year. I feel like we didn't, last year we didn't have a spring. So it kind of went from freezing to hot. So this year we're really enjoying like this great temperature. So nice. Yeah. Except for us this year, I don't know what the deal is. We are having like the pollen weeks from hell right now. I don't know if it's like all been saving up over the last three or four (laughs) years, but it's like by far the worst pollen I've seen in probably six or seven years living down here. Eric has this video that he showed me with a tree getting knocked down or cut down. And as it hits this pollen that comes off this tree, you got to post it around the house. This is insane. I will. If you have allergies, you need to see this. (laughs) It's crazy. So brutal. And I mean, it's, it's been so bad out there. And I shared up uh, Caroline's out here. She's what? Three weeks ago. I got in my block truck and you could just see the, the yellow all over the top of it. And it's so bad with our fir trees here. It's just, it. we've had three weeks of that. It's incredible. And I mean, it makes the, it makes my concrete sidewalk look like it's um, buttercream yellow. Nice. It's brutal. And it was so bad that when it would rain, it would track, it would wash down off my black driveway down closer to my garage door where the, uh, the drains are. And I had to get out there with a shovel. What? And shovel it up. That's how much was down there. Yeah. It was like a half inch thick. No way. We'll brutal. see now if you go to other parts Absolutely of the country, you'll brutal. like have no allergies because you're just totally immune. If you're oh, immune yeah. to that, I mean, oh, yeah. forget it. Well, I've been taking allergy medicine every day, but that's normal <laughs> no. for me. That's just how it works. But completely brutal. Completely brutal. So, but good times. Good times. So you've been dealing with plumbing parts this weekend, huh? Yeah, we um found this interesting plumbing part that I, couldn't find. We needed something that was, I guess, original, like 1970 and nobody had it. And so we ended up ordering it online, which I don't typically recommend, but the plumbing store didn't have it. The plumbers didn't have it. And I showed it to Eric. It's pretty cool. So you don't have to have your typical screw on knot or nut. Yeah. So at the bottom of a, yeah, bottom of the sink, 
you know, you've got that uh, nut that goes up against the, the basket at the bottom of a sink. This is one that's split in half so you can fit it around that drain tube and be able to put it together and then slide it up and, and screw it on. So kind of cool. Cool idea. We need more of those out there. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. So basically we needed to find a metal piece in a certain size and we can't find it at this point. So we had to put on a flex, which you don't recommend, but that's the. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, flex ones. I First off, I don't think flex are code in the U.S. anywhere. They could be someplace, but generally speaking, they're not. Uh, and the reason why is they love to grab. Debris. Dirt, gunk, debris, everything, and fill up those signs, the sides of the flex. And the flex also, you know, with drain water, you want it to flow naturally smooth and a nice pace down. And the problem is, is that just ripple effect? You know, it's just like ripples. It's yep. sort of the same reason why I and don't like flex duct and air ducts. It's the same. Everything gets hung up in there and then it just gets disgusting and exactly. filled with cheese. <laughs> yep. Nasty stuff. So, yeah, in a utility sink where you're putting down laundry, probably the worst of the worst, right? That's where you put all the junk. Yep. No, that's the brutal part of it. That's the brutal oh. part. But, uh, nah, you know, flux ducts. Well, those, the flex drains are good to get something going sometimes, but I'll be honest. I wish they didn't sell them at the home centers because they 99% of the time they cause more problems down the road and, uh, end up being something you regret using. Well, hopefully we can find the right size and then we can dump that. Oh, I'm sure there's, there's always a solution out there, but like you, you and I were talking off offline you know the one thing with it is, is sometimes that solution is a lot more work because all of a sudden you got to tear the wall open or or do some other stuff to it <laughs> oh, nobody no. likes to tear the wall open if they have to <laughs> tear the wall out yeah yeah tear the wall that, open that's yeah, what's no basically it's never fun that's what we're looking at here so we don't want to have to do that but We'll see. We'll try to fix it. And if we can't, yep. then the wall comes out. Yep. Tear out the back of the cabinet and move the line if you have to, which is never <laughs> fun. So um, uh, funnies on the recalls. There's some, of some stuff that made me laugh. Uh-oh. And on the recall list for the day, I want to go through this. You know those racks that you can bolt up to the ceiling that are metal and they've got like the, the mesh on them and you can stack stuff to them. Mm -hmm, you see them mm -hmm. online sometimes. And they're just a metal rack. So Eagle Industrial Group recalls safe racks, overhead garage storage racks due to impact injury hazard. The hex bolts on the overhead garage racks can be defective. So they used bolts that can't hold up the stuff that's in there <laughs> and they can they can fail. So first problem with that is, is I'm always the guy and and People can make fun of me this, and there's there's a lot of our listeners that probably do the same thing. I'll buy something and go to attach it and go, oh, those bolts suck. I'm going to use something better, <laughs> you know, and I always upgrade That's them. because you're smart. And so this is one of those things that would have been smart to do because it looks like the uh, uh, about 12,800 of these things have a, a problem where the bolts could break off, snap, slip, or whatever, and uh, causing the rack to fall off the ceiling and... Uh, land on someone's head. So that's not good. No, that's a bad day. And then there's a mattress recall, which is interesting. Elite Comfort Solutions recalls Nectar branded premium mattresses due to failure to meet federal flammability standard sold exclusively at NectarSleep.com. So they've got a whole program for that. And that's 
they're going to, since they bought them online, they're going to get a hold of the purchasers directly, but pay attention. But that's not, I've never heard of that brand, but that's something that you said is big in Pacific Northwest or maybe I've never heard of them. Um, I've seen them online. They're, they're very much an online shopping company. Mm. And so they're, they're your bed in the box type thing. I like bed in the box. So, you know, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. So that's a good one. Uh, the other ones that came up, here's one that I thought was funny. Funny and not funny. Uh, Norwex USA recalling ceramic knives due to laceration hazard. So um, the Norwex ceramic knives are great, but it looks like the handles are not. So about 40,000 knives saying the handles uh, can break and thus the knife is loose and will cut you. <laughs> oh my God. So that's not oh good. Oh my God, that's scary. So you're like cutting an onion and yeah. all of a sudden you're like. Cops are here. Cops are here. <laughs> no. I'm going to cut you. No. <laughs> so Norwex, look out for those. Um, the other one that I thought was interesting too, that I thought was, that was funny. Um, it's not good. The Dollar Tree recalls a million hot glue guns. And I'll be honest. The Dollar Tree is not the place I'm going to go spend a dollar for a hot glue gun. Yeah, but that's for a lot of those people who are doing like, you know. Crafters. Yeah, a crafter. So they're, you know, the kids are doing, uh, the, they're putting on bedazzling things and all that good stuff. So I guess, you know, kids aren't going to go spend. Ironically, the brand is Crafters Square glue gun. What? See, I told you. Yes. So what happens See? if you use this glue gun? Like, is, what happens? The glue gun can malfunction when plugged in, posing fire and burn hazards. Mm, that's serious. No, no. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. So that's that's not a good one. So those are some of the ones that you see out there right now that are kind of like uh, a little sketch. And uh, uh, the rest of the stuff on there is kind of, uh, I think we talked about it, but uh, the uh, freezer handles coming off of GE appliances is another one. So there's a few of them out there. The one I thought that was the funny one that I was like, oh, that sucks. What? Diving inflation valves recalled due to risk of hypothermia. <laughs> there is a dry suit with a valve on it. You yeah. Know, to keep these, to keep you, well, that dry suit valve can fail, thus making a wetsuit. <laughs> so that's not oh good. Oh my God. Well, thank God I'm not into so diving. Has Just a, another thing I don't have to worry about. Yes. But we do yeah, have a major absolutely. issue with GPS. Needlepoint ionizers. Oh, no, we're not talking global positioning satellites. <laughs> I always call it GPS. GPS. Global plasma system. Yep. <laughs> Uh-oh. But this isn't good. That's not a no. good one. So, so Eric yeah. and I had this debate about, well, you can tell them a little bit about it, but they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, or they're saying they're doing too much. Let's put it this way. So yeah, we went, we kind of did a little bit of a deep dive on this because it's kind of interesting. And you and I were chit-chatting about it because um, they've made some pretty big claims out there, how it can kill a bunch of stuff and clean the air and including VOCs, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's been a bunch of studies that kind of seem to or appear to contradict their 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 claims. And more, you know, more importantly, it's saying that it can actually make in certain situations the air quality worse 
Correct. Is what some of these arguments are with the, with the class action lawsuit. Now, the interesting thing is we've been using GPS um, for removing, and, and this is what I strictly use it for. I don't use it for COVID-19 or virus reduction. So that doesn't fit into what I use it for, but we have found that it's been very successful in reducing VOC chemicals. So let's for, say, for example, you move into a new house and you've got 4,000, 5,000 nanograms per liter of VOC. What we find is when we installed okay. these, the VOCs would drop down. And that was, you know, tested beforehand, pre and post, and it works. However, what they're saying is that it can add certain types of VOCs back into the air. So acetones, I think formaldehyde might be one of the other ones, or a list. So it can add some back in. Okay. However, you've got to look at it from a standpoint, and I don't know how these studies were orchestrated, but you've got to look at it like, okay, so maybe it is reducing some VOCs, but it's putting some back in. How much is it putting back in and what types versus what you're taking out, right? It's always a, a plus or minus. So it's interesting to see. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the ones that it's putting back in is similar to if you had a can of paint sitting in your basement or crawl space. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not positive. <laughs> Not positive. <laughs> Especially after Caroline told me to take all my paint out. Yeah. Right? So it's, you know, it's adding something back in to the degree. We don't know. The studies don't really indicate it, what the actual scenario is, but it looks like they're in for a little bit of a ride and problem with their marketing for sure. Yeah. That's going to be interesting to see. And, and, and again, I don't know. Are you aware, Carolina, and there might not be an answer here because I didn't dive this deep into it. And I don't think you have either, but did they have a whole bunch of peer-reviewed studies on this or was it just kind of they had a, a bunch of things that they had put up and said, hey, this will take care of this, this will take care of yeah, this? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't read. I know there were some arguments saying that, you know, they were just making, their claims were a, a little too boastful about what they could actually do. And then there were consequences to it. But again, with every product, and, and I warn people when you're using any kind of indoor air quality filtration or purifier, there are pluses and minuses. It's the same thing with water treatment. A lot of the times you think you're going to treat something with water, but you're going to put a byproduct back in to treat that water in order to take something else out. So we see that a lot with the carbon filtration. We see it with titanium dioxide. I mean, even with water treatment, I've seen things like benzene end up in the water from all the washers and the, the products that are used to manufacture these things. So, you know, you really have to watch and make sure that you're utilizing them and also testing pre and post with a professional to make sure the unit's doing what you need it to do. Wow. Okay. So. That's an interesting one. That can be a, that can be a little bit, uh, could be an issue. And it sounds like it's, uh, one of those things where we have to kind of stay tuned to see what, uh, what comes out of this? It's kind of got the yellow warning lights on. It seems like if we uh, wanted to report yeah. on that. And I'm off the soapbox now. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Oh, did you see Mike Tyson? I'm getting ready to get on an airplane. Did you see Mike Tyson on the airplane? I did not, but you told me about it, but I did not see it. Video. All right, guys. Yeah, there's plenty of video out there on the internet. And here's the thing. One guy to another we have forgotten guys that if you're going to be a jackass out there, you could get punched in the face. <laughs> and even more so if you're going to be a, that kind of person in front of someone like Mike Tyson, who has punched hundreds of people in the face, <laughs> you're kind of playing with fire. So common sense says, Hey, 
maybe I shouldn't drink too much or appear to drink too much and continue to aggravate Mike Tyson on an airplane. Because this dude, if you watch the video, was sitting behind him in first class, Uh was jumping up and down, looked like he was touching him, looks like, yeah, wanted to take pictures with him. His buddy was across the aisle in another seat, videotaping the whole thing. The whole thing with the dude behind him looks suspect. And to me, almost appeared like it was a setup. Let's see if we can push Mike Tyson a little bit. Like antagonistic. And yeah. And uh, guess what? He did. And he now knows what it feels like to take three or four from Mike Tyson. Oh, my God. So now is he going to sue oh, yeah. him? Now it's going to be like this whole thing. Uh, you like- know how this goes. You know how oh it goes. And. I'm sorry. There is, there should be like these laws of nature. If you go kick the bear, you might've kicked the bear too hard and the bear's going to get you. And that's with everybody punching guy, everybody in the face. Like we had Will Smith. Now we've got Mike Tyson. That was not a punch. That was a girl slap. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd, have, I'd have actually given Will Smith, if he'd have given a right, right hook, I'd have gone, at least it was a right hook. Way to do it. You know, but guy behind arms behind his back with the slap. Come on. Everybody's lost it. Nobody has any self-control or patience. We've been through too much with the pandemic. People are on their wits. Yeah, but I'll be honest. I'll be honest. My opinion only here. I mean, I'm looking at it going, you know, I mean, if you, if you sit there and just won't leave Mike Tyson long, common sense says bad things might happen, dude. I'm surprised that the airlines... The airlines didn't get involved and say, hey, you know, pipe down. We're going to put you in the back Mike of the plane. Mike Tyson, as soon as he threw, you know, a, a little a little flurry of shots, grabbed his stuff, walked off the plane. Was it at the Smart end? Man. Was he leaving? No, it was so right when they was... were taking off. They were taking off. Yep. Oh, so he. And you know how first didn't... class boards first. So, yeah, right? it was just all during during the boarding process. And he. He landed a small flurry and uh, got his stuff and left and, of course, went on another flight. So we'll see what happens. I'm sure there's there's I'm sure there's plenty of lawyers involved at this this point. And uh, probably a lawyer in first uh, class. (laughs) All right. He's like, wait, I'll take that. Brutal. (laughs) Oh, it's brutal. So as we're getting into spring here, guys, we're going to change subjects real quick. But uh Good time here to make sure, uh, here's my soapbox for a second. I want to make sure that if you have small kids, that you have those window locks installed in your house. I'm tired of kids falling out of screens in windows. You know, Uh, here's a little public safety message. It happens every single year and 30 bucks could solve this problem. And you put window locks on. You can get them online or just about any home improvement or hardware store. And screens are meant to keep bugs out, not meant to keep kids in. So get the window locks there and move everything out of, move everything out of away from the front of the window. Do not put a dresser there. Do not put the toy box there. Those are, uh, those are considered things to help kids climb. So make sure that you can sit there and have everything out away from the front of the window and make sure you got the window locks on there so that that way maybe the window opens a, a little bit, but not enough for them to have to worry about falling out the window if they get up there playing. This just happened. Somebody I know on my Facebook page posted that somebody's child fell out the window. This was like yesterday and he's in ICU. Wow. 
He's got major yeah. bleeding in the brain and broken mm-hmm. all kinds of parts. And I mean, he was such a little, I'm so I just saw this yesterday that you're talking about this. It's crazy. It's so sad. And it's wild. And you have, you and I have, you didn't, even, didn't even talk about this before the show, but no. this is one of those things that if you're a grandparent, parents, make sure the grandparents, if the kids are in a, in a room, staying there, or staying the night, make sure you've got them there too. It's so simple to take care of this and make it so easy. And uh, unfortunately, Way too many kids get hurt. Way too many kids die each year because of just falling out of open windows. You know that Tears in Heaven song, Eric Clapton. He wrote that about his kid that fell out the window. Really? I never knew that. Yeah. So Eric Clapton, yeah, his uh, New York high rise. And um, there's a story that says, and it's, it's all over the, you can find it out there. And Eric Clapton's talked about in interviews, but there was a full length window at the end of the hallway that was open. And kid was uh, Eric Clapton, sadly, was just taking his kid to the zoo, showed up. And right beforehand, the kid walked up and pushed on the window and fell out and fell out of the high rise oh down to the street. Oh, my God. So, yeah, oh God, that's terrible. So, yeah. So that's what that song is about. So parents make sure and grandparents make sure that those things get done. And, uh, you know, it's only just a, a minor detail to get those things done and installed in. So oh, anywhere there's a window it. where kids are playing, make sure you got them covered. It'll save some and lives this year. On a little lighter note, make sure you clean your windows. It's that time of year. I did both my big um, window that I have in front of my house. I did it this morning. You'd be so proud of me. I did all really? the screens. Yeah. I just got motivated. I woke up and I started cleaning the windows. It's kind of cool. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's rainy, uh, rainy here this week. We had the beautiful weekend. Rain during the week, and hopefully by the weekend when I get back in town, we'll be back to normal good weather again. But uh, we needed to catch up on rain here. It's happened really well. I mean, if we look at our Oregon snowpack around where I am, I mean, we were only at 68% on April 1st of Mm -hmm. rainfall where we should have been for the year already. Mm -hmm. And even south of us down there, they were down in the 40s and the 30%. So we're now at 134% of our normal snowpack. And uh, down where it was 43% in Southern Oregon, which is always fire country for us, they have doubled and now they're up to 83%. So they're really starting to catch up down there. And um, our lowest area, which was uh, 30% annual you know, snowpack up there is now up to 71. So it's, uh, it's going to help us a lot for fire season this year and yeah. for water. So it's good for the fish. It's good for the people. It's good for everybody. Now, oh, and speaking of fire season, Los Angeles, I was watching oh. the USC spring game. Lincoln Riley is going to, is obviously for those who don't know, is going to be the new coach of USC. So there was like momentum, like you wouldn't believe in the spring football game. I just have to throw it out there because Eric and I are it's not a football <laughs> show. We know that, but Yep. It was, they had the biggest crowd they've ever had at the spring game. So if that's for any indication of what's to come. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Go Washington mm-hmm. State Cougars, go Oregon Ducks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> head to head. We'll see how they do this year. All right. We should get out of here, Caroline. I'm Eric G. And I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around Around the the House. House.
it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.